and thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it is almost the end of September 2017 here in Utah, where I currently live, and we just got back from Omaha, Nebraska. Oh my goodness, I spoke at Mom's March for America. I feel very, very blessed to have been asked, and um, I got to meet Sarah Palin. She was also on the stage, as well as Candy Carson, Missy Robertson, Sam Sorbo, and uh, Tina Marie Griffin, a bunch of other, Karen Vaughn. Oh my goodness, the list goes on and on. Just very distinguished list. I feel very humbled and blessed to have been asked to attend. What an incredible, incredible event. Women coming together from all over the country, um, live streaming as well as in person to come together and share support and encouragement for one another and to help help lift one another up. You know, it's it's been tough. And I was asked to speak about my message, Taming the Bully Between Your Ears. And boy, did I need to tame the bully between my ears. I was sitting in the green room. I spoke Friday um, to the VIP luncheon. It was called Remember the Ladies Convention and Banquet. And just, again, an incredible lineup of speakers. Karen Vaughn, what an incredible lady. Uh, She is a gold star mother. Her son was on Navy SEAL Team 6, and he was killed in Afghanistan. And to get to listen to her story and to meet her daughter, who has started a nonprofit for kids who have lost their father, or a parent in in the war, and to help them, you know do things and come together and support them and oh my gosh I was just blown away by what they've done and listening to her speak was just just phenomenal I really enjoyed it but as I got to speak about taming the bully between your ears and I'm sitting there listening to to woman after woman speak going oh my gosh I'm not good enough and I had to remind myself that I was invited for a reason and and so I got to practice everything, <laughs> everything I've been teaching, that taming the bully between your ears. Because I was sitting in the green room and woman after woman going up on stage, just like I said, incredible women. And they would walk up and they would stand at the podium and they would deliver their speech. And I, I'm sitting there going, that's not me. I don't do that podium thing. I have a lot of energy, a lot of, of you know, and, and, and to just stand there at the podium was not me. And so the little voice in my head kept saying, you got to change. you got to change. And the other voice was saying, no, you don't. You were invited here because of who you are. Kimberly Fletcher is the one who put on the event. And she called me back in May and said, I, I really want you to be a part of this event. And I said, absolutely. I feel honored. I'll be there. And then the day of, and as I'm, I'm watching woman after woman walk up to the podium in her suit or in her dress, which many times I wear a dress. I don't do the suit thing anymore. It keeps me way too stiff and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and so I don't do the suit thing. But, but I definitely wear a dress. And of course, my hat, the hat is part of my branding. And... Um, I'm going to tell you this story about my hat. Is that okay? Okay, I'm going to tell you this story about my hat. When I was in high school, my mom and I were shopping. And you see, my mom was just a little bit of a woman. I am six feet tall. 
and my mom was five foot three and we were walking through the store and doing school shopping before school and she picks up a hat and she puts it on my head and she goes oh there you are now I know where you end (laughs) and she said wow you look really good in hats and so I started wearing hats and then later on in life I joined the military and in the military it's called a cover and so I, I as I was redefining my brand so to speak I was defining who I was when I was transitioning from the classroom to the stage and people were asking me you know what's your brand gonna be I was like I don't know and I mentioned to one of my friends Dan Clark who is happens to be one of the top 10 speakers in the world and I was privileged to be on his radio show recently the art of significance oh my goodness the list of dignitaries that have been on that is just blows me away again I'm humbled to have been invited but I'll be sharing that link with you later but right now <laughs> I'm standing there speaking with Dan Clark and I mentioned to him that I absolutely love hats and he says so wear hats make it part of your brand you'll be the hat lady that tames the bully between everybody's ears and I was like hmm I like the sound of that but I wasn't sure you know, because you wear a hat and then you take it off and you have a hat head. And I'm like, well, I don't want to go in to speak and have to take my hat off. So I had to talk to a personal image consultant. Oh my gosh, the little farm girl from Washington speaking to a personal image consultant. Boy, that was pretty a crazy day. But I got to speak with Lauren Solomon and she told me, no, a woman's hat is part of her outfit. So you don't have to take it off. I was like, oh. Okay, so voila, I now get to wear a hat in many of my presentations. And every time I do, I think of my mom. Well, I think of my mom many times anyways. She um, left this earth November 5th, 2016, and I still miss her dearly. (laughs) But every time I put on that hat, I think of my little mom and, oh my gosh, how big she was. Just an amazing, incredible woman, incredible businesswoman, um, huge impact on my life. And so the hat comes from my mom. Bless you, mama. And so anyways, I'm, I'm standing there. You know, I wear a hat. I wear my dress. I wear jeans sometimes. And yes, at Mom's March for America in Omaha, Nebraska, I was feeling country. So I was wearing my badonkadonk pants, as I call them. Um, They had the sparkles and the bedazzled sparkles and, and my cowboy hat, my cowboy boots. And I'm sitting backstage in the green room just stressed. I'm not the same as these women. I'm so different. And I'm like, yeah. And I was invited here too, just like they were. And so I'm going to show up as me. And it was absolutely phenomenal. I got to walk out on that stage. They found a handheld for me because when I first started talking to the the ladies, I was like, I, I don't mean to be difficult, but I would really love it if you had a cheek mic or a handheld. And they said, we've got that for you. And I, I realized that um, these people were my friends. I'd been there for a day or so. We were getting ready and talked and enjoyed each other and conversed and had fun. And, and they were willing to help me because we were friends. 
I didn't go in there demanding that they do anything. I just asked. I said, hey, could you help me out? And oh my gosh, the the willingness to help the people that were there serving. Oh, I bow down to them. The lady that did my makeup. What an incredible, incredible lady. Just very, <laughs> she put this stuff on my lips and she said, it's plumping. I'm like, whoa, what is that? What's going on? <laughs> I told you I was a farm girl, and then I was in the military, then I was a PE teacher and basketball coach. That makeup thing is still something new to me. And so she puts this stuff on my lips, and I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And she says, it's plumping your lips. And I said, am I going to have Mick Jagger lips? (laughs) She's like, no, 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 it'll be perfect. So anyways, it was quite an experience, but just loving, kind people. And and so I got I got a handheld and I got to go on stage and and I walk up on on stage and I'm just me. I was me. And it was so incredible. I got to talk about who I am makes a difference. That's one of the the things that I implemented when I was a teacher I'd heard the story of another teacher who implemented blue ribbons with gold writing I changed it a little bit because I like blue and silver and so I immediately got ribbons made up for my students and at the end of each term I would hand them them a ribbon and explain to them how they had made a difference in my life in my classroom and how I would miss them when they left And so I'm standing on the stage in Omaha, Nebraska, telling these ladies that who they are makes a difference. Who I am makes a difference. I always decide whether it's positive or negative. Who you are makes a difference. Everywhere you go, you start a ripple. Is that ripple positive or is that ripple negative? I I don't know. And, And sometimes I choose moment by moment and I try to choose positive. Sometimes I'm a little crunchy and I have to go back and apologize and say, I'm so sorry I was crunchy. Please, please forgive me. But who I am makes a difference. And I also talked about my T-shirts. Maybe you guys have seen them. I don't know. But it says who I, it says I love my life. My T-shirts say I love my life. My daughter helped me um, create them. And the font for the I and my life is Comforta. Because we all need some comfort in our life. And then the font for the love part is precious because we are all precious oh my goodness we're all loved beloved beyond measure if we could just realize how much we were loved because it is immeasurable in many ways and then the color for the eye and my life is kind of a maroon color but it's called brash bravery isn't that cool if you want the rbg code let me know i'll i'll give you that rbg code but it, the name of the color is brash bravery how cool is that and then the color of the blue is dreamer blue because you got to be brave when you dream big dreams and my hope for you my wish for you is that you do dream big dreams we need more people dreaming big dreams and going for it because this world is in desperate need of leaders right now leaders who will guide us and direct us to a better brighter future if that's you i encourage you to have some brash bravery to go along with your big dreams remember that you're precious that you're loved that you're needed in this time and space 
And then I also talked about the Snoopy dance and how we celebrate. Oh, my friends celebrate every little success so often. I know that I would set up a success. I would say, okay, as soon as I do such and such, as soon as I make 50 sales calls today, I'm going to celebrate. And then I would make my 50 sales calls and I would say, nope, you didn't get a sale. You may have made your sales, but nope, you don't get to celebrate yet. And I started realizing that I was having more and more difficulty moving forward. And so I started learning how to celebrate every little step just to keep that momentum going. And what we do at our house is we Snoopy dance. I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Peanuts. Absolutely love Snoopy and the whole Peanuts gang. But Snoopy just kind of dances with wild abandon. (laughs) That's something that I can do. Whoever said you had to dance on beat, right? I'm kind of a klutzy kid, klutzy woman. And so that dancing thing has always been kind of scary for me. And then I saw Snoopy and the whole Peanuts gang dancing once, and I was like, hey, you know what? I can do that. And so I'm in... I'm at the Ralston Arena on stage, and I invite everybody to stand up and do the Snoopy dance with me to celebrate life, to celebrate being together and supporting one another, to celebrate love and honor and courage, bravery, and being a parent and a a teacher and a leader, because you are. You are right now in your space. You're a leader. You're a teacher. You're helping others. And you're helping yourself find your way. And so I invite you as well to do the Snoopy dance. Do the Snoopy dance. Celebrate those moments. Celebrate the fact that you went for a walk or you went to the gym. That you made that one more call. That you you took a chance and did what you knew you should do but you were afraid to do. Every time you have courage, my friend, Snoopy dance. Because it keeps moving you forward. And I remember talking to my husband about, babe, I'm going to do what I do. And he said, that's why you were invited here. I said, I'm a little bit afraid. I said, what if I'm up there on that stage and I'm the only one Snoopy dancing? And he said, babe, I'll be dancing with you too. I'm like, okay. And then they had a band for the event as well, Redhead Express. Oh my goodness, what great, incredible music. It's a family, and they're all redheads. (laughs) No, I didn't know that at first because I'm watching them play, and I'm like, wow, how'd they get so many redheads? I wonder if they dye their hair, or do they just go up and say, hey, you're redheaded. Do you play a musical instrument? And then my husband informed me later that they're all one family. I was like, wow, how incredible is that? But if you get an opportunity to listen to the Redhead Express, please do. Just phenomenal, phenomenal music. Absolutely love them. But I met them before I was going up on stage, and I told them what I was going to do. And they said, we'll be dancing with you too. And I said, okay. I got my husband and 14 other people. That that 16 people dancing the Snoopy dance. If the rest join us, great. If not, then we will dance. (laughs) But you know what? When I invited this audience to stand up and celebrate life with me, celebrate the incredibleness of coming together and supporting one another, guess what? Everybody stood up. And everybody was dancing. Everybody that I could see anyways. I'm sure there may have been a few in the audience that didn't stand up. And you know what? That's okay. 
because they did take that invitation. They stood up and we celebrated life together. We celebrated parents, mothers, and fathers who do the best they can with the knowledge that they have, just like I know you are. Because we do try to do the best we can. Guess what? We make mistakes. Oh my gosh, I make mistakes. Thank goodness for forgiveness. Thank goodness for some brash bravery to go up to someone and say, "Mm, I screwed up. Please forgive me. And you know what? They do most of the time. Not always. And that's okay. You have the right to forgive someone if they ask. You also have the right not to. I ask for forgiveness because I'm the one who's done something wrong. Whether they choose to forgive me or not is their decision. But I choose to ask for it so that I can learn, so that I can move on, so that I can get more knowledge. Because I want to continue to progress in this life. I do not want to stay stuck. I want to move forward. I want to get better and better at what I do. That's my goal in life. To become the absolute best possible person at what I do. I want to do good not well. (laughs) Do well, yeah, that means something totally different. When I do well, I do the best I can for me, right? But when I do good, I do what's right for you. I do what's right for those around me. And so I invite you today to accept my invitation of going out and doing good every chance you get. Do good today. (laughs) Live life. Be big. Dream big dreams. Have some bravery and some optimism. And some remember that you are precious because you are. And then go out today and do good. Do good everywhere you go. Open doors. Smile at people. Invite people to speak with you for a while and find out what they know. Everybody knows something that you need to know. Take a moment to get to know them and learn from them. Instead of riding on the subway or, or in the taxi cab or walking, you know, walking with people, talk to them. So many people get so involved with their digital technology. I've seen families in restaurants never say a word to one another at the dinner table while they're sitting there. They're also involved with their phones. I invite you to put your phone away and do good. Meet the person next to you. Say hi. I always do. I get some strange looks sometimes, and that's okay. And many times I get that look of, thanks for talking to me. Thanks for noticing me. Thanks for engaging me in a conversation. Sometimes people don't, but sometimes people love it. At the end of the Moms March for America, when we were finished speaking, and I had I had talked to some of the people backstage, and they told me what a great job I did. I was like, I felt blessed that I was able to tame that bully between my ears and show up as me, because I can do me all day long. When I try to be someone else, <laughs> doesn't go too good for me. But when I show up as me, it goes well. And so I enjoyed it when people said, hey, thanks for saying what you said. It touched me. It helped me. And when I came out of the tunnel and there was a family sitting right there and the little girl was like, oh my gosh, mom, it's her, it's her. I got to shake her hand and tell her to be brave and live courageously and be her. And the mom had tears in her eyes and I shook her hand. And when you show up as you, you bless the world. 
when you show up as you, you bless the world. Believe me, it takes some taming that bully between your ears sometimes. Man, I had to work so hard to show up as me that day. I felt the pressure to conform. I felt the pressure to do what everyone else was doing. But I remember when I was first called to this message, when I was first called to this mission, feeling very, very strongly that there were people that needed to hear my voice, not a carbon copy of someone else but my voice and so I thank goodness that I had the courage to show up as my voice because there were people that heard it and I feel blessed thank you so much for listening to my voice again today thank you so much for listening please let me know how I can be of service send me an email genie at genie dot com my name is j-e-a-n-i-e C-I-S-C-O-M-E-T-H. There's no hyphen in the email. Thank you so much for joining me yet again. Have an absolutely fabulous day and bye for now.